Hey listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks! You want to say you're welcome? Yes. You're welcome. I mean, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) It's early. I wasn't trying to be a smart Um, (laughs) Welcome to the history of everything. I'm just going to change it every time. I love it. You're not going to know what. We'll never know what to expect from you. We'll never know what to expect. I'm Melinda. I'm Terry. And? What are we talking about today? Guess what? What? Today we're talking about the history of tentacle porn. What kind of porn? Tentacle. Tentacle porn? Yeah. Never <coughs> even heard of it. Really? I don't know. Okay. Sex with octopi. Yes. Or tentacles in general. Good golly. Yes. Release the Kraken. Yes. Let me hear. I'm so excited. I, I thought for sure you'd be like, oh, I know all about tentacle the tentacle porn. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yep. Suction. Okay. You let's, know? Let's. let's Please, I am all ears. The first thing I have to do is give our listeners some credit because they saw the title of this episode and they still proceeded to listen. Right. So, <laughs> you know, go. that's well, pretty they impressive. probably thought you missed, you know, you typoed testicles. Right. Testicle porn. What's, that would be really boring. They'd yes. be like, skip. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, secondly, I have to say from the very beginning that the term tentacle porn is a little bit of an exaggeration, as I found out while researching this one. Although there's a huge range out there of what that actually means or refers to. Um, I've wanted to do an episode on this for a while, but I was really nervous about Googling tentacle porn. (laughs) Like, even though, like, you know, it's known that what I'm doing on my computer is research for our episodes, I still didn't want it to be there. And then once I did, it was nothing like I imagined. So. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. So. The very first depiction. Let's start our history lesson right, right off. Can we go back to the 1700s? Almost. Oh my God. <laughs> 1800s. Okay. 1800s. Yeah. Go ahead. So the very first depiction of what we now call tentacle porn mm-hmm. was a woodblock print from Japan in 1814. Okay. Just so you know, a woodblock print is what you get when you take an artist's drawing and you transfer it onto wood. Okay. It basically destroys the actual print itself but it leaves it on the wood and that's what they use Mm -hmm. that's the art so hokusai Mm. drew his famous teiko to ama which translates to the dream of the fisherman's wife although it also translates to girl diver and two octopuses or octopi okay um it also is octopus and the shell diver so however you want to put that together so this illustration was part of a three-part erotic book called Kinono Kimatsu. Mm. The picture is of a woman. She's lying naked with a small octopus near her mouth, um, kissing her. Okay. Literally mouth-to-mouth kissing okay. her. Okay. And it's an octopus's mouth. Well, in these pictures, it's like you know the glob part of an yeah, octopus. Yeah, it's yeah. Like got like two eyes and a mouth. Okay. On, on these pictures. This these particular pictures. picture, I should say. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. So it's kissing her, and then it's got one of its tentacles wrapped around her left breast. Okay. Okay. Feeling Fondling. Right. Second base, right? 
Then there's a much larger octopus. Some say the father of the little one. Okay. Um, and it is performing oral sex on her. Goodness sakes. Correct. So this is 1814, Japan. Right. Someone is like, you know what would be cool? And he drew it up. And he drew they, it up. Or she. Yeah. yeah. So the story, literally behind the scene, because the story is written like <clears throat> above, like on the print, above the picture mm -hmm. um the story is about a princess named tamatori haim who dove into the sea and rudely stole the dragon king's diamond the dragon king was pissed so he sent an army of creatures after her including these two horny octopi who clearly misunderstood the orders right, right. while many at first glance may assume that the woman's being raped or attacked the text makes it clear that the sex is mutually enjoyed. Okay. So, good time for everybody. Good time for everybody. Mm -hmm. They said, you need to go fuck this girl up. And they said, okay. Right. I'll fuck her up. I'll fuck her up. All kinds of ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, just a few interesting facts about the artist, Hokusai. Um, he lived from about 1760 to 1849. So, I guess I am going to the 1700s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he was raised by his uncle, who was a mirror polisher for the Japanese commander-in-chief. A prestigious position, mirror polisher, yeah. um, and it was assumed that Hokusai would take over when he was old enough. Wait, take over as? A mirror polisher. As a mirror polisher, okay. Yeah, you pass that right on down. Right on down, yep. it's a family business. Exactly. But because of his access to the rich, Hokusai was able to have a good education. Mm. Um, he ended up being married twice, and he had five children, but both of his wives and two of his children died early okay um at age 50 he was struck by lightning huh i always giggle when i hear somebody's yeah. that's not even nice but i always giggle when somebody says is struck by lightning i'm just i don't know why i think there's a vision we have this like cartoon vision exactly kick, kick, kick. yeah yeah mm -hmm. overall hokusai lived in 93 different places because he hated to clean and the places would get so disgusting that he couldn't live there anymore Okay. Now he's best known for his series of 36 views of Mount Fuji, um, which there's one particular picture in that series that's this big wave. And I can't, I actually have a, a mug with that picture on it. Get out of here. That I never, you know, and then I was like, wait a minute, let me go. That's the same one. That's so crazy. that's by him. Also, there was a movie released in 2020 called Hokusai that's about his life. Oh. Yeah, I did not watch it, but it, the trailer looked really good. Yeah. Wow. The trailer looked really interesting. Hmm. Okay, so to really understand this history lesson, we have to give an abbreviated history of Japanese culture around this era. Okay. So, from 1603 to 1868, Japan was governed by the Shogun, a very strict military group who believed that in order for the country to have political stability, they needed to isolate from the rest of the world. So in 1639, Japan closed its borders. Foreigners were not allowed in, and Japanese people were not able to travel out of the country. Western culture was banned, and even Christianity was banned. So during this time, artwork called Shunga became very popular. Shunga, which means spring pictures, was the name given to graphic erotic drawings and paintings that showed all styles and manners of sex. Japanese culture at the time embraced female sexuality, nudism, homosexuality, and basically all things pleasurable. The depictions of people having sex, and by the way, they were almost always dressed, 
because nudity wasn't thought to be sexy, but certain fabrics and fashions were. Okay. And these were hung in homes as decoration and to ward off fire. Huh. Right? They were given as wedding gifts. Um, maybe used to teach adolescents about sex. That's questionable. They don't know for sure. Um, and they were carried by samurai because they were thought to be lucky charms. Okay. Both men and women, from the poor to the wealthy, owned and admired shunga. Then, way fast forward, in 1868, the political structure of Japan shifted. A period called the Meiji Restoration began, and imperial rule returned to the country. So borders were open once again after 250 years. This made the Japanese government more self-conscious as they didn't want outsiders to get a bad impression of Japanese people. Mm -hmm. So they closed all the public baths, they made everyone wear clothes, they outlawed PDA and obscene materials of all kinds. And censorship was really strict with very hefty punishments to those who broke the law. Not to mention, there was a ban on shit talking the government so basically, Japan became a very sad, oppressed, sex-negative country. Okay. Okay. They came us. <laughs> <laughs> Until they lost to the United States in World War II. In 1945, American GIs occupied Japan. The U.S. government outlawed censorship in Japan, which is crazy, hmm. making freedom of speech as Japanese as it is American. Hmm. Prostitution, PDA, and porn returned to the country in full force, with one exception. No genitals, including pubic hair, could be depicted. All types of sex, all positions, all combinations of people and whatnot, that was all okay, but absolutely no penises, no vaginas, nothing in the private area. Okay. So either black bars were used to block the genitals, or the genitals were pixelated in all the erotic art. Okay. Kind of takes away from the whole feeling. The whole point of it, but right? still, yeah. Eventually, in the 1980s, anime became super popular yeah. all over the world, and it didn't take long for hentai to emerge. Heard this word recently. Hentai, mm-hmm. yes, we did. Hentai is erotic anime. You've more than likely seen this somewhere along the way, like really sexy, voluptuous, animated females. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a spectrum of hentai, and it can be as explicit and pornographic as you can imagine. Okay. So it it runs the gamut. (laughs) In Japan, however, it was and still is against the law to show genitals. In 1986, Toshio Maeda created a manga series called Yoratsu Kodoji. Okay. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, also Put that known. Out there, like, yeah. You child exactly. I say <laughs> that every day. Uh, also known as Legend of the Overfiend. Hmm. He both wrote and illustrated the manga, which was erotic and dark. Then, a year later in 1987, Hideki Takayama adapted the series into animated videos where he took the liberty to add lots of violence and rape including tentacle rape Hmm. this was thought to be what really launched the genre Mm. however there was also another japanese animated movie called giver out of control released in 1986 which is often credited as the first depiction of animated tentacle sex. So they were both kind of like neck and neck in the whole race for this. Mm -hmm. So as for the plots of these two stories, yes, I watched them. (laughs) 
<laughs> at least most of them. Yeah. So, as for the plots of the two stories. So, Guyver Out of Control is part of a very large collection of manga. It's a 53-minute movie that centers on a high school boy who finds an object, which quickly transforms him into the Guyver, which is a violent, high-tech, alien, robot-looking being. Without understanding his own powers, he accidentally kills a few of his friends and a police officer. Meanwhile, the female supervisor, who's looking for the missing unit, she comes in contact with a second unit, and as this one transforms her, she is shown naked as the unit basically infiltrates her by turning into a bunch of wiggly, root-like tentacles. Goes in every orifice. Yes. So, it's supposed to be on the outside of her, but somehow that works by going to the inside of her. Okay. Don't know. Okay. So, it's definitely a little bit porny, but overall the show is definitely underwhelming. And honestly, I think porn was just way too strong a word for it. Okay. So, you know. On the other hand... Legend of the Overfiend was uh, basically about a war between humans, man-beasts, and demons. The main character sprouts tentacles, which he proceeds to use to impale everyone in a hospital. Meanwhile, another boy kills his whole family, stuffs them in the refrigerator, and goes on to cut off his own penis, which is then replaced by a tentacle-like appendage. The movie is described as a horror flick. I can tell you it's very porny. Okay. Animated. Uh-huh. But very porny. Very porny. So, that one you don't want to be watching when the kids walk in the room. Right. Yes. When Maida saw the animated adaptation of his work, he said it was repugnant, cruel, and sadistic, yet brilliant. Mm. Also brilliant. In 1989, Maida went on and illustrated Demon Beast Invasion, which was first a manga series and then turned into a six-part TV series. And throughout the 80s and 90s, Maida was very prolific. He also made The Blue Girl, which features lots of tentacle rape. And this one was live action, and it was kind of satirical in nature. It kind of made fun of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But still, lots of rape, lots of porniness, if that's a word. Lots of porn. Porniness. Right. In 2001, Maida was the guest of honor at the Big Apple Anime Fest, where he was referred to as the most influential erotic manga artist in Japan. His work, Legend of the Overfiend, was described as the foundation for the entire erotic, grotesque genre of Japanese anime. Maida has made it known that he wants Tentacle Master inscribed on his headstone when he dies. Also in 2001, Maida was in a motorcycle accident in which he injured his hand, effectively ending his drawing career. Oh, no. I know. He did, however, continue to write scripts and design characters with the help of computers. Maida is still around, and he's very active on Facebook and is currently recovering from COVID. Aw. Yeah. Get well, Maida. Exactly. Now, tentacle porn is almost exclusively a subset of hentai, or manga porn. However... There are three American movies that are often described as having tentacle rape scenes. I also watched these. The first of these was in 1970 when H.P. Lovecraft's novella The Dunwich Horror, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be pronounced The Dunwich Horror, mm-hmm. uh, was made into Did a you movie. Say horror? Horror. Or horror? Horror. Scary. Scary. Okay. The Dunwich Horror. Horror. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the, the novella was made into a movie, and it was starring Dean Stockwell and Sandra Dee. And in this gem, a sorcerer's daughter is impregnated 
by a creature called Yog Sothoth, <laughs> who, as you may have guessed, has a bunch of tentacles. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was gonna guess it. Yes. Well, Yog Sothoth ends up fathering half-human twins. Oh my goodness. I watched some of this hokey little prize, and the rape scene was much more so implied than actually shown. Okay. This movie was a work of Fodger Corman, who's gonna come back up in just a minute. Sandra D was in it. Yeah. She was the one who was raped by the tentacles. Yes. Also in 1970, The Evil Dead was released. Oh, I know The Evil Dead. Mm -hmm. And it too has a tentacle-type rape scene when Cheryl is attacked and sexually assaulted by a demonic-possessed tree. Yes, that does happen. There you go. See, you you knew tentacle porn, you just didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was tree porn. There you go. Now you know. it was root porn. Nope. Tentacles. It's all tentacles. Okay. Later in 1981, Roger Corman was back at it when he made Galaxy of Terror. This horror film was about a group of space explorers sent on a mission to find a missing spacecraft and figure out what happened to its crew. When they crash land on the planet that they were headed for, terrible things start happening. Damia, played by Taffy O'Connell. Oh, well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she is stripped naked and brutally tentacle raped by a 12 foot long maggot worm creature. Yikes. She ends up dying of a fatal orgasm. Oh, my God. I mean, is there any other way I mean, to go? Right, right. At least she died happy. <laughs> exactly. When filming the movie, both the actress Taffy and the director really took issue with the violent, vulgar scene. So, in the end, Corman hired a body double to play Cheryl and he directed the scene himself. Okay. Fun fact, <clears throat> the girl that played Joni from Joni and Chachi, Erin Moran, Moran, yes, was also in this movie. Get out of here. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know her. As I'm Joni. like, yeah. So, why tentacle porn? First, I want to, well, maybe you may not wonder. You might be like, I get it already. But for those who don't. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, first, I want to point out that most anime tentacle rape takes place in horror films. And it's almost exclusively non-consensual, and the victims are women. However, there's also like a cult following for tentacle erotica. It's thought that some women are drawn to the idea for several reasons. One is the fantasy of being penetrated by multiple penises and such at the same time. Another is the idea of being subdued physically during sex or tied up as a creature with many tentacles could and would do to you. Then there's a third group of people who simply have a fetish for tentacles or sea creatures. Okay. You know? Well, more recent examples of tentai, or tentacle hentai, mm-hmm. are the 90s movies Advancer Tina and Alien from the Darkness, which you can already tell are, you know, obviously award-winning movies. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. The ultimate tentacle erotic movie, in my opinion, in recent times, is a 2016 Mexican sexual science fiction horror movie. Horror movie. There's a lot going on in that yes. genre. It's called The Untamed, and it's directed by Amat Escalante. Okay. This movie is literally about an alien creature that gives so much sexual pleasure to people that they become addicted to visiting it in the forest, which in the end is a fatal mistake. Mm. This is not anime either. This is live action. Live action. Yes. I did not see it. I saw the trailer. It looks scary as hell. And it's 2016. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, and it's available right now on <clears throat> Amazon Prime. Ooh. If you're interested. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
So while most tentacle rape in film and art has historically been created by men, there's also a large audience who are more interested in consensual, pleasurable sex between humans and tentacled beings. There's a subreddit called Consenticles. Consenticles? <laughs> I knew you would love that. Um, and this is all about women who enjoy sex with tentacles. So much so, in fact, that they have multi-tentacled creatures living with them in this imagined world or in this okay. you know the porn that's there yeah not only does this allow for frequent sex she also gets the benefit of having multiple house chores done at once and protection from creepy guys yeah and she's not going to get pregnant yeah yeah so it's got all the good things yeah you know like just crazy Intentional. you always Intentional. say i wish i had a third I mean, hand yeah yeah and the eight hands yeah exactly hmm. so there's also some amazing female artists who are creating awesome tentacle erotica apollonia st Clair is an amazing artist um, her collections of erotic illustrations include some tentacle porn and she stated the tentacle is not a phallic substitute in the power sense, but rather an organ that is all the organs simultaneously. It's not a hard, penetrating stalk, but rather a cloud of pleasure. Multiple, complacent, indulgent, and powerful. Berlin-based artist Assi Enoch, who goes by the pseudonym Lo-Fi Cherry. Okay. <laughs> she created a trilogy of live-action tentacle <clears throat> porn called Femme Tentra Trilogy. The three short films are titled Destruction of the Dude, Space Labia, and The Rise of the Pelvic Floor. The Rise of the Pelvic Floor. Yep. These are what Lo-Fi refers to as feminist tentacle porn because it's women who have or control the tentacles. She says that she aims to feminize the tentacles. She makes sure that her tentacles have lots of sucking and fingers and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so sometimes the tentacle sex is happening to men as opposed to women. Okay. Sometimes women, sometimes men, sometimes both. So lastly, there's Alessia Brio. This cool cat writes lots of erotic novels. She and a group of other erotic authors have a collection of books called Coming Together. <laughs> um, each book is filled with erotic short stories from a variety of writers. And each book's proceeds go to a particular charity. So in 2012, they published Coming Together, Arm in Arm in Arm. <laughs> and you probably guessed already the stories are all tentacle erotica. Mm -hmm. And all proceeds were donated to Oceana for marine preservation. Very interesting. Isn't that something? Yeah, that is something. I love it really it. is. So that really about sums up the history of tentacle porn. Mm -hmm. I'm sure some of our listeners are very familiar with this genre, but I think a lot of us have just heard of it somewhere and conjured up our own ideas of what that looked like. So now we all know why and how it became a thing. But before we wrap up though, and this is gonna be a shorter episode, um, I do have to share one more bit of information that I stumbled upon. Okay. It's, I, I don't even know, I'll just tell you. So there's a company called Primal Hardware. And for those of you who want to look it up, it's Primal, P-R-I-M-A-L, and hardware is H-A-R-D-W-E-R-E. -E. So, okay, whatever. Okay. I don't think that's really how you spell it, but that's how they spell it. Okay. 
This is a small specialty sex toy company owned by a Native American man named Lone Wolf. So cool. Yeah. This place offers customized dildos. Okay. Including those that are like tentacles. And they make ovipositors. Ovipositors? Which are uh-huh. dildos that emulate the egg-laying tube-like organs of some insects, like grasshoppers, cicadas, and crickets. Okay. So this is the description that's on the, on. it's okay. actually on Amazon, but this is the description. The shaft length is nine and a half inches. Okay. The diameter is two inches. Sounds perfect. It says, how do you like your eggs? <laughs> Introducing the splorch. It's an ovipositor designed for all those xenomorph fans out there who like the idea of alien eggs and impregnation. Okay. Made of soft <clears throat> platinum silicone, the splorch is stretchy enough to handle chicken egg-sized gelatin eggs. Okay. Although we do not supply these directly, all splorch orders will include a free six-egg mold and instructions for making the eggs. Okay, so something's going inside you, <laughs> and you're, and it's, it's putting the eggs, it's depositing eggs inside of you. Correct. And then, now I've heard of a yoni egg. Have you heard of a yoni egg? Is that the one that's supposed to make your muscles stronger? Well, or am I it's, that's, way off it's, base? it's something that's supposed to. It let's. That's for another show because okay. there's a lot. I had just learned about it not that long ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but those aren't. I don't know if they're made of marble or stone. I could be completely wrong, but they're they're not something that dissolves. Okay. So okay. these sound like they dissolve. Actually, I don't I don't think they dissolve. I think I because yoni eggs you end up pushing back out like you lay them. Well, that's one thing that you can do with these. Oh, okay, okay. I and I but I don't know if it's like meant to be that way mm-hmm. or if it's like that's just one option. Yeah, because I I was I was really kind of uh, resistant or like um, apprehensive apprehensive about mm-hmm. googling too much yeah. or going to too many sites. Yeah. So I was really careful, but I'm usually okay with like the subreddits because that's usually just dialogue, although not all apparently. Let me tell you, um, but you know there was one person who was like literally commenting on the splorch itself, this particular dildo. And they said that they saw it being used, like, in some porn Mm -hmm. where the female, you know, put it in the vagina. She used it to deposit six of these big eggs in her vagina. Yeah. And then she squatted down and one at a time laid them. Right. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, even this user was like, it actually kind of made me want to throw up. So, But I'm sure that there's an audience for that. There's an audience for everything. Well, and a a yoni egg, I believe, has more to do with, like, vaginal health than it does, like, a sexual thing. So that's why I was kind of wondering if it was the kind of thing where, if it's made with some kind of gelatin, if it would just yeah, eventually... I mean, I, I I just assumed it was gelatin, just so that it wasn't, uh, so that it was like soft and pliable, yeah, and non toxic. Yes. You know, um, and if you have to make it yourself, then you know that's a, you know, you're not gonna make something out of like silver or right, right, right. plastic, even I would think. Yeah. So, so yeah, so they give you the recipe. They give you the recipe. That's crazy. That's that's nuts. I gotta tell you, 
I was really thinking this was going to go in a different direction. I was a little <laughs> nervous that you're going to say that there are a bunch of porns out there. And you know what? Who knows? Maybe there are. Where I was literally picturing a live action porn with, you know, people in a tank with an octopus. That is fascinating to me. Because the random, I don't even know where I've heard. I think like Cars Against Humanity uh -huh. has like a card that says tentacle porn. So, you know, yeah. when you play that card, me, I'm like, Haha, tentacle porn. Thinking like, what the fuck? Right. I don't even know what that is. Right. You know, but then like my grown kids are like, Haha, tentacle porn. I'm like, okay. Right. Well, so it's real. Animes, yeah. But know. to me, it never would occur to me that that might mean a person having sex with an octopus or a squid yeah. or whatever. But I also didn't know exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. So it's like to some degree when I started reading it, I'm like, okay, that's, that makes absolute sense to me that it's mm -hmm. like anime. Yeah. And, you know, they're depicting. And, you know, there's so much out there. It's amazing. Like sometimes it, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like I was kind of outlining. There's all the different like ways of showing it. So, you know, there's the anime some of the anime it's obviously rape like yeah these tentacles are like going in and doing damage like yeah. go in the bottom come out the top kind of yeah, a thing yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. they are killing her you know but then there's also the anime where these women are, are obviously loving every second of yeah, this yeah yeah there's sometimes when the tentacles look like penises mm -hmm. yeah they very much look like a penis yeah. there's other times when they look more spiky or um Slimy. Slimy sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, like all different shapes and sizes and yeah. all that stuff. And then the live action stuff, because most of it was like 70s, you can tell that it's, you know, it's not very convincing. Yeah. yeah. Like you get the idea, but you're also not like horrified that that tentacle just went into that person. Yeah. Like you're like... Mm, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I see what you're, where you were going. Yeah, I see what you're trying to do there. Yeah, yeah. they need a little CGI but in, the in their 70s, life. It was probably shocking. It was yeah. because <laughs> that movie that I was talking about, the um, the Dunwich Horror, mm -hmm. it like it caught so much flack. Like, I bet it was shown in England, and the government like got involved and were like, "This is absolute smut. This is porn." Yeah, but you know whatever. Yeah, so. But that really surprises me because, like I said, it really wasn't. Like, it was very implied. It was mm -hmm. like you just kind of saw, like, lightning striking, and then you saw, like, this tentacle creature thingy, like, in the background, and then mm -hmm. you saw the actress kind of looking like she was kind of having maybe an orgasm or something. Mm -hmm. But, like, you never saw anything insert into anything. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, I guess it, maybe in the 1970s that was really really disgusting or a really big deal but right right by today's standards it'd be like it'd be like oh oh tentacles yeah yeah is that on nickelodeon right <laughs> what what is that on nick at night yeah. i take my mom to see that one <clears throat> right um but overall it was just kind of a to me it was a dumb movie but yeah you know, well and that's i know i'm going like all these movies a lot of horror movies have that kind of whether it's trees vines mm-hmm creatures like uh there's a movie that i'm thinking about it's an alien movie and I can't for the life of me remember the name of it. Was it Alien? Michael Rooker in it. No, oh. it's um I'll have to I'll have to to look it up. Okay. But it's the kind of thing where <clears throat> he becomes part alien 
and then he does impregnate someone. Oh God. And I think it's implied that it's with more than one, not penis necessarily, but appendage. Appendage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Very interesting. And then I got to the point where I thought that I had pretty much like outlined or listed like all the movies or like all of the big tentacle porn things. Mm -hmm. And then I got into that one subreddit and it's like a lot of people do like fan fiction so, I mean, you can get on certain subreddits and it's, you know, just everyday people sitting at home who are extremely talented mm-hmm. and they draw pictures of many different things, including like tentacle porn, erotic pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they post them. And I mean, the art itself is amazing. These, mm-hmm. these people are so good at what they do. It's a shame that they can't all make tons of money doing right. this, but um mm-hmm. But, again, it, you know, you have the ones where you're like, ooh, you know, like, that looks terrible. And then you have other ones where you're like, okay, I can see some, how somebody might think that that's kind of erotic. And, okay. Um, so, it's just, I, I'm sure it's, like, infinite. Wow. You know, there's always more and there's always this. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, the, the movie, the American movies, I mean, it's, I, to me, it's obvious that they weren't setting out to show tentacle porn. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that was just their way of making it that much more scary and sci-fi, you know, especially like the alien, because in that movie, like everyone was, it was kind of like you're getting killed by your like greatest fear kind of a thing. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that, if Taffy's character, Cheryl had like been raped before and she was yeah. like, Oh, that'd be awful to be raped to death or, you know, right, whatever. Right, right, right. But you know, it didn't seem like it was like the movie was setting out to make a specific big deal of the tentacle porn right. or tentacle rape or tentacle erotica, all the different names they have for it. Mm-hmm. So, so, that was tentacle porn. Very interesting. Thank you yeah. for the education. You're welcome. Like and I said, it's a short little episode short this one, week, but, that's okay. but it was chock full of stuff. Chuck, it was a, there's a <laughs> lot of information. <laughs> I want to go look at any Japanese art I have at home and I'm telling see you. what what might be up. Yeah, I actually heard someone say to me, "Oh, only you would walk around the house with your laptop watching porn." <laughs> I'm like, but it's animated, so it doesn't it's really animated. count. I'm just, I got, I'm it's research. research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always fun when you can say it's just for research. Just research. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're Great welcome. Job. Yeah. So now when our kids talk about it, we'll actually know we'll what they're, know talking, what they're about. talking about. Mm-hmm. Not be thrown off like we were the other day. Like, why is everybody laughing at us? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Okay. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Thank All you. All right. Have a good weekend.